Materialist philosophy, which was born in ancient Greece, enjoyed a victory in the 19th century. This ancient philosophy owed its success to the two German philosophers, Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. Marx and Engels tried to explain the materialist philosophy, which had survived through the ages, in terms of a new method called dialectics. Put briefly, dialectics was the assumption that all development in the universe was a consequence of competitive and self-interested conflict between opposing forces. Marx and Engels used dialectics to explain the whole of world history. Marx's simplistic analysis suggested that the history of humanity was based on conflict and that the current conflict was between the proletariat and the bourgeoisie. He predicted that individual workers would come to realize that their only hope was to unite and stage a revolution. Both Marx and Engels had a profound hatred of religion. As confirmed atheists, they insisted that the eradication of religion was necessary for the success of communism. Round about the time that Marx and Engels were formulating these ideas, there was a significant development which could serve to support their theories. Darwin came on the scene with his book, The Origin of the Species. Darwin proposed that in the world of biology, living beings evolved and survived as a result of a struggle for existence. What was this if not dialectics? Furthermore, this was a dialectics that appeared to deny religion any role, including the existence of creation or a creator. This was an exceptional opportunity for Marx and Engels. Engels read Darwin's book as soon as it was published and wrote to Marx. Darwin, whom I am just now reading, is splendid. In response, Marx replied, This is the book which contains the basis in natural history for our view. Engels was so much influenced by Darwin's theory that, in an effort to contribute to the theory, he wrote an article titled, The Part Played by Labor in the Transition from Ape to Man. Soon Engels compiled all his evolutionist ideas in a book, Dialectics of Nature. The views of Marx and Engels flourished, especially after their deaths. Vladimir Ilyich Lenin was the first to start putting the communist revolution Marx dreamed of into practice. Lenin was the leader of the communist Bolshevik movement in Russia. At that time, the Tsarist regime in reign was ruled by the Romanov dynasty. The Bolsheviks, led by Lenin, had been looking to get rid of the Tsarist regime by force. The confusion caused by World War I offered the opportunity that the Bolsheviks so wanted. In October 1917, they seized power. After the revolution, Russia became the scene of a bloody civil war between the communists and the adherents of the Tsar.
Everyone considered rivals by the communists, including the Romanov family, were brutally killed. Like his mentors, Marx and Engels, Lenin was also a fervent evolutionist and frequently stressed that Darwin's theory was the basis of the dialectic materialist philosophy he advocated. Trotsky, the second important name in Bolshevik revolution, also attached much importance to Darwinism. He expressed his enthusiasm for Darwin thus. Darwin's discovery is the highest triumph of the dialectic in the whole field of organic matter. Joseph Stalin, one of the cruelest communist dictators, succeeded Lenin in 1924. Studying Stalin's 30-year reign of terror, one could almost say that his overall intention was to prove the cruelty of communism. One of his first actions was the collectivization of land. He used armed force to make the peasants, who made up 80% of the population, amalgamate their holdings into vast state and collective farms. Grain was harvested by armed troops. Famine swept the land, killing men, women, and children. But Stalin continued to export grain stocks rather than feed his people. It's calculated that some 10 million peasants perished during these early years. Six million died of famine in the Ukraine. 20% of the population of Kazakhstan disappeared. In Caucasia alone, the death toll was one million. Stalin sent hundreds of thousands of people who resisted his policies to labor camps in Siberia. These camps, where the prisoners were worked to death, became a grave for most of these people. Meanwhile, tens of thousands of people were executed by Stalin's secret police. And in the Crimea and Turkestan regions, millions of people were also forced to emigrate to remote corners of the Soviet Union. As a result of Stalin's bloodthirsty policies, more than 30 million people were killed. According to historians, Stalin derived a special pleasure from this violence. In his office in the Kremlin Palace, he enjoyed examining lists of people executed and murdered. Besides his psychological condition, 
The factor making Stalin such a merciless mass murderer was his deep-rooted belief in materialist philosophy. And the basis of this philosophy, in Stalin's interpretation, was Darwin's theory of evolution. He said, There are three things that we had to do to disabuse the minds of our seminary students. We had to teach them the age of the earth, the geologic origin, and Darwin's teachings. Another indication of Stalin's blind attachment to the theory of evolution was the outright rejection by the Soviet education system of Mendel's laws of genetics. From the early 20th century, Mendel's laws had been accepted by the scientific community, but not in the Soviet Union. They invalidated Lamarck's claim, also partly accepted by Darwin, regarding the transmission of acquired traits to succeeding generations. The Russian scientist Lysenko saw this as a heavy blow to the theory of evolution and developed a Lamarckist alternative. Stalin was impressed by Lysenko's ideas and made him head of the official scientific institutions. Until Stalin's death, the science of genetics was not accepted in the scientific institutions of the Soviet Union. During the totalitarian rule of Stalin, Another communist regime underpinned by Darwinism was established in China. In 1949, after a long civil war, the communists won power under Mao Zedong's leadership. Mao established a bloody and repressive regime, as had his ally Stalin, who now provided him with support. Countless political executions took place in China. Nearly 30 million people died because of the horrible famine which resulted from Mao's insane policies. During the years of Cultural Revolution, the young militants called Mao's Red Guards threw the country into a state of utter chaos and fear. Mao explained the philosophical basis of his regime by explicitly stating that Chinese socialism is founded upon Darwin's theory of evolution. Harvard University historian James Reed Pusey also acknowledges the Darwinist influence on Maoism. In his book entitled China and Charles Darwin, Pusey states, Darwin had legitimized violent change and revolution. Surely that was one of the most momentous things Darwin did to China. And the thinking of Mao Zedong fit perfectly. Communism has caused terror, guerrilla war, and civil wars in many countries. In Cambodia, the communist Khmer Rouge slaughtered nearly one-third of the country's population. People were killed only because they took a few grains from the collective farms, or they said a word inconsistent with communism. The remnants of the Cambodian massacres clearly display the horror of communism without any further need for words.
For 150 years, the communist ideology, closely allied with strife and war, has been intertwined with Darwinism. Today, Marxists and communists are still the foremost advocates of Darwinism. In almost any country, the most enthusiastic advocates of the theory of evolution tend to be Marxists. That is quite simply because, as Karl Marx himself said, the theory of evolution contains the basis in natural history for his materialist ideology.